Welcome to Chromatic Roses, where a couple of Midwest women cultivate a community at the D&D table. I'm Soren. And I'm Katie. Uh, this week in the Rose Garden, we're talking about uh, another round of Vibes and Thrives. Another round. Uh, it's <laughs> been a minute. We it's haven't been, been here for a minute. A f- it's been a few minutes. Some might say months. I don't think anyone's saying that. <laughs> uh, so, by the time this comes out, we will have already um, Instagram lived about our return <laughs> to the podcast. Um, but in case you missed that for any reason, which hopefully you follow us on Instagram, so you would have fingers crossed. Um, but really, we've just been so busy. <laughs> How busy? So. So busy. <laughs> uh, so if you aren't uh, in the Lincoln area, uh, summertime is a time when Pinewood Performing Arts. It's a magical uh, time. It's a magical time where <laughs> Pinewood Performing Arts puts on a musical. And I am on the board of directors for Pinewood Performing Arts and uh it just takes so much uh, time and brain energy. Um, we do one show a year. It's always in the summer. And from about May through the end of July, I'm barely keeping it together, it feels like. Well, and yeah, and you're completely occupied. Right. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> That's not the only reason that we weren't around. Uh, you want to tell them what you've been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? Um, What'd you do this summer? Oh, geez. Now I'm... Welcome for- back to school. What'd you do this summer? <laughs> well, now I'm forgetting what I even did this summer. Um, I mean, I traveled a couple times, but now I'm trying to think about what was going on around the time of Pinewood. Um, I mean, I also... Um, I also contribute to Pinewood just mm-hmm. in a different capacity. I help do the graphic design for Pinewood Performing Arts. Mm-hmm. And so Katie and I get to work very closely on that front as well. We work together all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a lot of different reasons. And we haven't strangled each other yet. Um, only for fun. It- <laughs> um, but anywho, we got through that part of the summer uh-huh. and we both kind of did this fun little uh you know the the eye contact you make with your best friend when you're like, we're not doing this right now, right? In reference to the podcast, we both just kind of looked at each other and we were like, agreed. Yep. Because uh, <laughs> the last episode went up in June, right? Right. So it's not like it's been forever. Um, but, but we like understand. We recorded those episodes in right. May. Yeah. Uh, so the idea of trying to fit in a... An- another another record another another in june uh or july felt actually impossible and actually felt like the like pool floaties that were our heads um would simply burst right uh and then i know what you're thinking you're like okay well that explains june and july but where were you in august, august. um and and the, September, technically. The, yeah, yeah. Technically, this is September. The, the answer to that is, well, you see, after Pinewood <laughs> happens, there's like a month come down that has to happen afterwards. Yeah, there's a, a fall off. And that one's August. Yeah. Um. So, and I'll talk about this later, oh. but I was starting new job stuff and mm-hmm. all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and so we're recording this. It's going to come out a month later, but it is currently the beginning of September. Yeah. So you can't ask us where we were in September. Because we're, we're here. here. We're in the closet. And we're <laughs> not just... coming out until we have four episodes recorded. <laughs> so you just won't hear it until October. And that's just how life is. Get Sometimes over it. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Uh, yeah. I was, what was, crap, you were saying like August, August is the, the fall off, but but honestly, August also becomes a little bit of um, gearing up for the next year, even though Pinewood does put on a single show a year. Yes. Like we've already started planning things that's for true. next year. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's the way of theater a lot of the times is the, constantly planning. Yeah. In this next month, we like 
we t- we basically take August off, sort of. Like kind we of. have a debrief board <laughs> meeting, but that doesn't involve like every person who puts work into the production. Right. Uh, and then September, everyone goes, well, time to start the next one. Um, so, yeah, I've got several meetings coming up in the next month uh, to start talking about next year, which is yeah. like... It's, it's equally exciting and like, mm-hmm. oh my god, here we go. I just finished, like, decompressing. You just, like, never get off the Ferris the train. wheel. Yeah, that, the Ferris um, wheel. Anyway, so we are back now. Hello. And uh, we wanted to kind of, like, reestablish ourselves in yeah. the podcast mm-hmm. and who we are. And, and, I mean, we still found new friends on instagram over the last couple of months of not putting out episodes so hello welcome uh this is not our typical episode format um this episode is about vibes and thrives yeah 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 which is not D &D centric necessarily but can be sometimes but yeah not typically but this is not the typical D &D content this is like get to know us as multifaceted human beings (laughs) um we'll get back to to D D content in the next episode but we just wanted to like ease into being back here so Mm -hmm. uh we're gonna we're gonna tell you what we vibe with and what we are thriving with at the moment and in case you forgot that means things that we're into Mm -hmm. and then things that is like kind of like wins yeah wins or things that are like going well for us or yeah it, it could just be something that that gave us the warm fuzzies that was just it was a good moment. Yes, very, very <laughs> much so, yes. Uh, okay, so we're going to get into the vibes part. Yeah. Let's vibes. Yeah, let's vibe, let's vibe. Um, I'll start, because if I recall our organization of this, I've got more of these than you. Yes. And yeah. then yeah, we'll you certainly flip-flop. Do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my first vibe. <laughs> the thing I'm vibing with first <laughs> are clean carpets. <laughs> You thought I wouldn't, but I will. I never think you wouldn't. I always assume you probably will. Um, <laughs> why, gonna, why clean carpets? I'm not going to get too far into this, but here's what's happening. Uh, Sam and I have to get foundation work done on the basement of our home. And uh, part of that process means we'll have a bunch of strangers in our basement. And it occurred to me that we haven't cleaned carpets uh, in a very, very long time. Damn. So I said, we're going to clean carpets. Uh, <laughs> I was not concerned about, like, the moving of furniture. I was not concerned about, like, just, like, the process. Uh, it turns out cleaning your carpets is really hard. Yeah. Not, like, back-breaking labor, but just, like, it takes a long time. And it's yeah, a lot um, of repetitive. Remind me how many hours you were doing that? Um, yesterday I was cleaning carpets, probably in earnest. I think yesterday I said one thirty in earnest. It probably was like two, uh, from 2 PM. And then, uh, we took a, I, well, I took a break, uh, in the like six thirty ish time frame for mm-hmm. dinner. We ate, uh, and then I got back to it and then you guys popped over at like what time? Uh, we came over around, I don't know, 7.30, 8.30? So we were I had been back garage. at it for like an hour or so, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then we chatted for a, a little bit and then I yeah. finished. And by the time I walked out, it was after 9 p.m. After 9.30, in fact. Yes. Um. So how many hours was that? <laughs> Two, three, four, five, six. We'll call it that for ease. Then seven, eight, nine, thirty. So about seven and a half hours. And and like Sam and I don't have a large home. Um, yeah, yeah. This was his office and then our like basement living room. And it's a small finished basement, uh-huh. but there's still plenty of carpet. <laughs> and at that point, I had only done half of the living room so i had done his office and half of the living room yeah um and then we came back in Mm -hmm. you guys helped me shift everything to the other side and then i did one pass (laughs) of the other half of the living room (laughs) 
And by that point, Sam came downstairs and was like, you should go to bed. And I was like, like, but it's not done. I literally said, but I didn't finish. (laughs) And he was like, okay, well, that can we can do that tomorrow. Why don't we call it a night? But that is such a frustrating feeling when you're like, I'm slightly so close. I know this. Hey, hey, you who's listening, get your mind out of the gutter. Um, But I'm so glad you have clean carpets now. Yeah, I me also. It, the this is your friendly adult reminder hi my name is katie your friendly neighborhood adult to tell you <laughs> to shampoo your carpets more than you like i know you're telling me like oh we just did that like no, a didn't. year and a half ago no you need to do it again do it now um because <laughs> the thing is is it it's been probably three years since we did ours last and i did three passes of sam's office and it still wasn't like coming out. The water was not clean in the tank. I pro- And I told Sam today when I finished the other half of the living room, like I could probably do this forever. Like mm-hmm. I, could, I could honestly do this forever and it had never come out completely clean. Yeah. Um. So just periodically rent a cleaner and, and, and clean your, just clean your carpets. Yeah. And to be, to be fair, it's like, frustrating and it's a little bit just like eh, it's just it is what it is mm-hmm. um having pets in any shape or yeah. form unless they're like tank pets right. um that just that just adds another layer of like gunk mm-hmm. onto your carpets especially both of us have cats right. and more than anything it's like you find i mean you inspired me uh-huh. last night when we left you and uh-huh. uh got home i was like i'm gonna vacuum the office and the bedroom in the morning mm-hmm. and our vacuum cleaner has needed to be cleaned for a long time i we just had no idea how backed up it was right um and what is the dominant thing in the vacuum clay like from right. litter right. and like tons of cat hair and yep. it's like I love my cat so much, but yeah, yeah. So uh, I have relatively clean carpets now, uh, and our house is gonna be uh, reinforced on Wednesday so that the walls don't cave in, um, which is fun and exciting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's such like a not morbid, but like a dreary thought. Is like so the walls don't cave in, haha. It. Owning a home is weird. <laughs> we don't even own it. We rent it from family, but it's still it's like so it's there's more to it than you think. And and then you realize that you just you weren't think like you weren't thinking about mm-hmm. it that much. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, now I have to make space to think right. about this more often. Right. <laughs> so if you're one of those people that's like, oh shoot, I haven't done insert chore here in a while, you're not alone. Most of us you are not. It. No, no, no. And we all aspire <laughs> to clean homes, and it's okay if you're not keeping up with it. But yep. hey, this is your nudge. Wash your yeah, carpets. Just go do. You know what? Better yet, put your earbuds in and go pick a task. Mm-hmm. It could be your favorite. It could be your least favorite home maintenance task. And go do it while you're listening to us. There you go. Because we're we're Two your birds, we're your support buddies. Totally. Uh, that was my first vibe. What's yours? <laughs> they are not. It's not clean carpets today. Oh, um, however, my carpets are slightly cleaner than they were yesterday. Amazing. Um, I I think for my first vibe, I am going to talk about uh the Pokemon trading card game. Um, so uh, you giggle, but it's a uh-huh. that's a hoot and a half. Uh-huh. Um. So I, like a lot of people from my generation, um, what's up, 94 babies and onward, um, played a lot of the Pokemon video games growing up. Uh-huh. I love the Pokemon franchise in general. I literally have, like, Pikachu Squishmallow. Um, I love Pokemon, and I play Pokemon Go, but I have literally never learned how to play the trading card game. Mm. Uh, as a kid I always collected the cards and traded for like I've always been like a I'm a fan of the art that's on the cards so Mm -hmm. I didn't really care if the Pokemon was like super strong I was like yeah but is the illustration cute (laughs) Um, and I still kind of maintain that Uh that vibe (laughs) but um, a couple weeks ago um, 
TJ and I were just like looking for something to do together. I think we had like a couple days off, like around each other, which doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we decided to like visit a hobby store and we met a couple of uh, the workers there. And we were like, okay, like do the pitch, explain like the TCG. Mm-hmm. for pokemon to us and, and their eyes like lit up like <laughs> immediately <laughs> and they're like okay um so yeah uh i started learning how to build a deck tj and i both did and uh we've both built our own decks um and we learned how to actually play the game and it's it's just as easy as you think it might be mm-hmm. um but it's really fun and entertaining and um it's really cute and it's cool to like actually know how the cards function now like in a game format sure and um there's actually a very very sweet and endearing community of people who play the pokemon trading card game Mm -hmm. and this hobby store we went to they like host pokemon days on sundays so tj and i are trying to make some plans to either go watch or i don't know that i would ever be good enough to compete but it'd be really fun to watch people compete and see Mm -hmm. what that's all about but it's been a fun thing to do together and learn about together um but it's just it's always fun to come back and have like a new reason to like pokemon for whatever Mm -hmm. reason so yeah I'm, i'm very vibing with the tcg if anyone is wondering at least I hope somebody wonders this. Um, uh, the deck that I built is based on psychic Pokemon. And mm. I just, I, I'm really vibing with that specifically. <laughs> um, but I think my next element to work on, I either want to do an electric type deck or a like water type deck. Um, because I've learned more about this, it's gotten me a little more interested in learning about uh, Magic the Gathering. I don't necessarily like have a like a yearning or a fascination to learn how to play that game Mm -hmm. but it has made me think like oh i wonder if this mechanic fits into this this game as well or how how they utilize that in magic um because i know that that's all like looped together with like the wizards of the coast D &D, magic the gathering is owned by wizards as well so Mm -hmm. yeah but that's been really fun hell yeah that's great (laughs) um my next vibe should shock no one uh being it as of today september 4th uh fall drinks are back at starbucks baby and i am thrilled just just absolutely thrilled as you should be um they're apple crisp shaken espresso oat milk espresso there's just so many words in that one uh is so good (laughs) but nothing (laughs) will ever beat a pumpkin cream cold brew Mm, it is very good oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it's like you sip it and it's the first like you can feel the fall just crisp being air assaulted by a pumpkin and but like you want it right it's like it's like <laughs> it's like you tell a pump a pumpkin to punch you but you like it yeah yeah okay. like no seriously punch me and it's like oh, really? are you sure <laughs> that is a pumpkin cream cold brew uh <laughs> listen i don't if you're one of those people that says yeah having a fall drinks until it's october 1st i don't want to hear from you okay to be fair this episode is coming out well into october october 4th which is cool and great and fine but right now it's september 4th and i know you're judging me out there and i don't want to hear it because (laughs) we don't gatekeep fall okay um and what did you call yourself last night we said uh, it is almost your season. We were talking about your birthday, and you said yes. Me. Oh, I'm I'm autumn incarnate. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I adore this season. And living in Nebraska, we get like maybe two weeks of actual fall before it mm-hmm. just slides right into winter. Um, <laughs> so basically, if you don't live in Nebraska, it will be it's September fourth. Now we are about to enter. A summer's dying breath 
in the next few weeks, which means That's it's going to spike into the hundreds in the middle of September for some reason. And then it'll mellow out. We'll get the 70s and stuff uh, for a while, which uh, is good and fine. But what I want is 60s. Mm. I want the 60s. Like mm-hmm. like lows of 40 to 50 with highs of like 67. Ooh. Uh, and those we get for maybe a week and a half. And like a seven, a crisp 73. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want it in the morning to feel a little chilly. Yeah. And in the evening, I want it. I want it to be like, ooh, that's a little brisk. Ooh, should ooh. we? Should we like have a bonfire? Do I need a jacket? Ooh, should we like make s'mores? Boots are acceptable. And like summon the great pumpkin. I can wear a flannel without it needing to be just tied around my waist for yeah. decoration and yeah. hex my enemies in comfort. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So I, because of where we live, I can't just have that. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to it. I saw this on Instagram somewhere. It's like <laughs> fall is a mindset. It is. And and especially where you don't get fall but for like 3 days. <laughs> I requ- I'm going to equip the mindset before fall actually. As you hits. should. And and we I, if I remember correctly, last year regardless of the Nebraska fall experience, that did not stop us from going to Vela's several times. I think we went Twice. twice for sure i, I think i ended up going four times let me rephrase okay. uh Val's is a pumpkin patch by the way uh, yeah sorry we went to the pumpkin patch but the fun thing about nebraska falls is that the, i think that allows the pumpkin patches to do more for longer because yeah. like Vallas does like Appley orchards yeah because they're like a combo Mm -hmm. and then whips out the pumpkins full force in october Mm -hmm. um but it just yeah it's yeah yeah, it's yeah and i um i have come to like the orchard part of of valis so much that i have like looked up what weeks specific apples are like in season and which which week is the best to go get said sure. apple yeah um i'm doing that this year i think at least nice. i'm gonna try to but um i don't know <laughs> we'll find out yeah so uh yeah my second vibe is that there are fall drinks at mm-hmm. our local coffee shops including uh your favorite mom and pop store or starbucks and uh <laughs> you know that local teeny tiny uh, coffee chain and i love it and i'm happy for it and uh today for instance it's like 94 degrees outside mm-hmm. and uh on days like today i can get a pumpkin cream cold brew it's cold uh-huh. but it tastes like fall uh-huh. and makes me forget that it's 94 degrees outside mm-hmm. anyway and uh just to like add to that vibe a tiny bit um i think while i was working for starbucks there's definitely the genre of barista that's like oh my god like all these people are losing their noggins over fall drinks and it's Uh like after leaving the company it's like yeah but they don't have like the direct access that like a barista might. And so like, as I have not worked for the company, I think my joy and excitement for those like drinks has like come back. And that's been really nice to experience. I don't (laughs) doubt that there are plenty of people who have to make so many pumpkin cream. Yeah. That they're they're like like, enough. Oh, and I remember doing stuff Uh, like that. (laughs) But as somebody who does not, actively work or have starbucks on a regular basis Mm -hmm. it boy it hits just right i will say one of my like uh one of my favorite drinks to make at home um i have some local honey i think it's from some some company in bellevue Mm -hmm. um but they have a pumpkin honey like a pumpkin creamed honey Uh um so it's like whipped when Uh they when they're processing it Uh and um i will put that in my cup usually i'm making something cold um when i do this but i'll put it in the cup i'll like put a tiny bit of water and I'll pop that in the microwave so it can kind of like syrupify. Sure. But then I'll like follow through with like the rest of like making a cold brew or whatever. 
so freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my second vibe. Mm. What's yours? Um, my second vibe is uh, TJ and I <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> have started watching an anime called uh, Love is War. And it came out, I think, around the pandemic, um, around 2019, 2020. And it is kind of, it's a, I think you would consider it a slice of life, like romantic comedy anime. Um, but it basically follows these two students on the student council of a high school. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the president. One of them is the vice president. They both are like madly in love with each other Mm -hmm. um but they also both have like gigantic pride and egos and so the whole show gets framed as this like how do i get the other person to confess because a a big like theme that you'll see or hear in like animes or or whatnot is like getting someone to confess their love is like a like a big deal Mm -hmm. um so the whole show is literally just them trying to get each other to confess and it's all very much like uh war tactics and like over the top like descriptions of like um strategy for like well i couldn't possibly like ask him to do such and such a thing because if so like he's gonna know and that's basically a confession and like i'm screwed and so then it's it's just the back and forth of that. And there are a bunch of fun little like goofy characters that come up in between it all. And there was like a famous TikTok dance that came from one of the credits of one of the episodes credits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Chica dance. I'll show you sometime, but if anyone knows the Chica dance, Chica dance, so silly and fun. Um, but yeah, we've been watching the shit out of that. And really just like when we, when we have no room in our heads for anything else and it's like do you want to watch just like an episode of anime we'll turn on that one amazing um so that's been really really fun um i guess shoot like i can kind of like tack this um but like you and i have been kind of vibing uh something specific like anime adjacent we're both like buddies on Duolingo and we've both oh. been working on <laughs> oh she giggles at me uh- <laughs> i have not done it in a very long time that's okay um but in general it's been really fun uh katie and i are both learning japanese currently on duolingo um and that's just been it's been really fun to like see your progress see my progress like be like oh our friends are doing it mm-hmm. um so it's like a half vibe sure but, yeah yeah i would say they're that i took <laughs> japanese in high school and mm-hmm. then uh quit yeah well you've uh, been to japan too haven't you i have been to japan yeah. yes uh my dad, uh, hey dad, uh, <laughs> took Japanese like as an, I don't know, like, I want to be like, dad, what was Why, that? Wh- what, uh, what sparked that, dad? I don't, he like took a, a class, a Japanese class at Nebraska Wesleyan, but he was not like, okay in a like he wasn't trying to get a degree he was just yeah. taking a collegiate course yeah like an elective um so he he took japanese at nebraska wesleyan mm-hmm. for a while and they ended up going to kyoto for like a study abroad situation and that was around the time if i recall right that was around the time i was going into high school and at lincoln southwest high uh, there are several languages you can pick from, hmm. uh, Spanish, French, I'm pretty sure German was one mm-hmm. and, uh, Japanese. And, uh, I, dad, I, <laughs> uh, I was the kind of kid that wanted to be the average fly under the radar and sure, yeah. dad was pushing me to take Japanese, which was the thing that nerdy kids did. And that would, <laughs> the thing that would put me on the radar, on the radar but in the way I did not especially want to <laughs> be on to the be radar. on the radar. <laughs> uh, so I took three years of Japanese and by Japanese three, I was just like this. I I'm done now. I would like to be done with it. But in the <laughs> middle of that, um, dad and I took a trip to Tokyo to see one of our friends that uh, had been here on like a work visa, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hung out in uh, Tokyo and I think we went to a town right outside of Tokyo, but I can't remember the name. But we spent like a week there. It was like a fall break thing. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty fun. 
but I so I started taking up Duolingo again because I was like, I that could be a fun thing to do. Yeah. And my whole thing is just like, wouldn't it be nice to not have to read the subtitles when watching anime? What if I could just listen to it and, and know what they're and, saying and get even just like contextual information, even yeah. if I don't catch every word like that, that would be nice. Um, and I was really into it for a very long time. And I think it was somewhere in the, <laughs> the throes of Pinewood uh, where I was like, I'm tired and I don't want to do it today, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> and that's totally okay. Uh, and I just haven't gotten back into it because yeah. I, yeah, I just haven't gotten back into it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, my last vibe yeah. is uh, I, Sam, a long time ago, showed me a game called Inscription. Mm. And I played through it, oh, probably a year and a half ago at this point. Um, but... I, for whatever the reason, I can't remember what caused me to do this, but for whatever reason, I started like finding other people's playthroughs on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I like enjoy watching someone else experience it. Yeah. Um, and I got like Emily into it and I don't, I can't remember if she finished it or not, but obviously like. She doesn't come over to play it every time. So, like, I can't, like, see the reactions yeah. of how she yeah. enjoys it. And I know TJ's working through a playthrough of it as well. Mm -hmm. um, but there is, like, a part of me that, like, okay, we're going to go over to Katie's house and play Inscription well, that's... for the only reason so that she can watch me play it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's how I learned Inscription uh -huh. was we're going to sit at Katie's new cool gaming desk and Katie's going to show you Inscription. And it's it's that same feeling of, like, I like watching you watch the thing that I like and I want right. to see uh -huh. what decisions you make. Right. Uh, so <laughs> since I've been watching other people play it, I mm -hmm. have recently started a new save file and started to work through it myself. And I had a really, I mean, it, it, in, okay, Inscription is also a deck building game. Uh, right. It's uh, a computer game, though, not actual card games. Uh, but it, you have, like, pretend cards. And there's like a story plot behind it as well, but it gets revealed to you very slowly and you have to like find all of these hidden clues and also then play the deck building game alongside mm -hmm. it. Uh, the soundtrack is not like a set, like it is a soundtrack, but they don't have a soundtrack you can download, which is yeah. a crime. Um, it's like spooky ambiance, but there's a lot of good like musical motives in it. Yeah, I was like, there's like, slight melody but it's mm -hmm. not like super prominent yeah um i could listen to that soundtrack all day long um <laughs> and the graphics are really cool they like are. it's got a really cool like vibe to it i like the um upon like thinking back to playing it i really like the it's almost like a deconstructed kind of like style to like the animation it's it's really neat the yeah. detail is interesting i don't want to give too much away in case somebody wants to play it but part of what the graphics uh demonstrate is that it's very like meta like you mm. are playing someone who's playing a game um mm -hmm. so there's like a certain amount of like visual distortion mm -hmm. that happens to make it look like you're looking at someone else's screen yeah, yeah um yeah. and then the extra fun part and this i neither you nor tj have gotten to this part so i'm <laughs> so thrilled for you to get there uh but it, i mean you guys have only played act one Oh, I thought TJ had gotten like further than I had. No, he at least the last time I talked to him, he was stuck on a boss. You should check in. Um, <laughs> I the game complete like not completely changes. It's still a deck building game, mm -hmm. and and like the the mechanics are still very much the same, but the game is completely different. Sure. In the second act, and then it does it again in the third act before mm -hmm. the game finishes. Mm -hmm. um, so you almost get to play three different versions of the same game yeah. within this one game. This one game. <laughs> um, and you know, I was telling you this recently, like. 
I obviously like the replay the replay value is not I can't re-experience the plot like I already yeah. know what the plot is mm-hmm. um, but there is replay value in like it's still just like a deck building game and so you yeah. can still like try to build a good deck and, yeah, like, and all you of can't that guarantee you're gonna get like the the windfall that right. you get like the maybe the first or like second time you've played it right. but like the the chances can all you can get a different result right. each time right. and so there's a little bit of like uh, there's a little satisfaction and like interest there as far as strategy goes. The it is, I, I always get nervous to say like gaming terms because I'm certain I'm gonna get it wrong. But nah. it's it's a roguelike in that um, mm. every time you fail at especially the first um, the first act, every time you fail your deck gets wiped except for like four starting cards mm-hmm. um and so like there was one run where i had like a really oh, it was so good i had like a mantis god and like a, just like so many so many good cards and i made one stupid misplay and <laughs> i lost my whole deck yeah. and had to go back to the beginning um it's like equal parts as a roguelike is frustrating and like okay now i have to see if i can get mm-hmm. a similar deck again um and there are some cards that are like really cool like there's an ouroboros that uh spoilers if you continue to sacrifice it uh, it gets stronger, so it starts as a one-one, and then you what's sac- a one-one? Like one attack, one health. Right. Okay. And then you sacrifice it, and it mm-hmm. comes back into your deck, and it's a two-two. Ah. And then you sacrifice it again, and it's a three-three, and it just keeps going. Right. And so, like, I think it was Markiplier got it up to like forty-eight, forty-eight. Oh, I didn't know you were watching Markiplier play. That's great. And, uh, <laughs> It, like once it gets into your deck and you play it, yeah. that's it that you just win every time. Yeah. Uh, so and you get a bunch of overkill too. It wipes the board seriously. <laughs> uh, so, and 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 it stays through <laughs> the axe. Like the Ouroboros stays through the axe. So if you oh. sacrifice it a bunch in Act One, it could show up in your Act Two. It could show up in and your Act be Three. Like the big like numbers. Yeah. And continue to stack as you sacrifice it. Can we tell how much Katie is vibing anyway, with this right now? I enjoy Inscription <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, I think Justin McElroy, uh, they have a podcast uh, called Besties uh, mm-hmm. that Justin and Griffin and uh, a couple of their other friends, I think, uh, they talk about video games. And I remember he meant either I listened to this episode, Sam told me about it, or they referenced it in one of their other podcasts. But uh, it was like Justin's game of the year when it came out. Um, and like rightfully so it is a very good game. Um, I am trying to get my father to play it. Uh, (laughs) I grant plays it. We talk Mm -hmm. about it. Uh, Justin, I think he said he was in act two has played it. I just, I'm trying to get everybody to play it so that we can all vibe about it together. I think that (laughs) also it's, I really enjoy watching people play games like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is not as much and I mean I think I told you this like when I was learning to play it is like this is not the kind of video game that I'm drawn to like immediately mm-hmm. I think if it was like just like a tabletop game that I played I, I might be more interested but I just like you enjoy watching other people like online playing it I love watching like you enjoying it so say anytime you want to come over and watch me play inscription I'll do it <laughs> no problem we can get through it together you can see the plot hey, without... everyone listening should we just get Katie on Twitch. Should we just oh get her God. to stream? <laughs> it would just be Piss her a screaming. Huge community off. <laughs> just like this, this dumb girl keeps playing uh, the game wrong. Nuh uh. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, we can uh, some someday. I'll make a Twitch channel and we can all play together. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my last vibe. I don't have any more vibes. Me either. Because I just kept it short. I see you short circuiting. <laughs> Would we like to transition to Thrives or should we tend the garden? Say, sorry, say that a little louder. Should we? T- <laughs> it's been a minute. Should we uh, probably just like revive the garden? That's oh, Christ. So yeah, it's probably just like dead. full of weeds. Yikes. Okay, yeah, let's go do that. Well, 
that garden was rot with weeds. That was a great sentence. Also, try to say that without screwing up the words. Rot with weeds? Doesn't it feel bad in your mouth? No. Rot with weeds? No, it but I bad. did just watch you mouth those words as I said them, and it felt like that felt odd. Like, no judgment whatsoever, Like, but experiencing that was like... <laughs> what my mouth wants to do is rot with reeds. Ah. And I have to really think hard about not saying... <laughs> Rot with weeds. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> hi, we're back. Um, we are indeed. And it's time to talk about thrives. Thrives as in, just a reminder, wins or just things that are like going well for us right now. Not mm-hmm. necessarily stuff we're into. So, I think, are, I think... Maybe we're not. I think in terms to this category, I had a few more than you did. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Do it. Um, as you point your Apple Coward. pencil at me like. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's feeling this some type of way today. <laughs> oh, she's uh, threatening me with an Apple pencil. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start with one of my thrives. Um, the one at the top of my list is. Um, I am working on another show. Shocker. Um, What? And um, this time around, I'm not in the cast. (gasps) I am just on the production team. Um, But that's that's a great and good thing. I've been learning a lot. I'm focusing on um, coordinating uh, the construction of the set, getting that all like situated and also uh, gathering and building a bunch of the props. So. Um, I did that a little bit for the last show that I worked on, but I was also a cast member, so it just, uh, I wasn't as involved in certain ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been a thrive for me because uh, I'm just learning a lot. Mm -hmm. I am truly becoming the, like, tinker fairy that I think I, like, am at heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've gotten to learn a lot of new skills. I'm working with a really cool team of people. um, And... It's it's been a, a source of like frustration and stress, like any big project you take on will be. Um, but it's also it's been very rewarding, and it's it's brought me a lot of joy. So um, that's a big a big win for me. And I'm <laughs> right in the middle of it right now. I think we're about two weeks away from opening, so it's kind of sort of very much crunch time mm-hmm. um but we're gonna get there it's just gonna take a little bit more push and we're almost there so yeah that's my first thrive Woo. what's one of yours get it um <laughs> Woo. Woo. Get it. i guess whatever uh <laughs> my first one is uh independent contracting what? <laughs> what? Uh, this the last time we did a vibes and thrives, I had mentioned that I left a job that I hated, and since then I have started attempting to uh, do marketing as an independent contractor, uh, and I it it comes with its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. I very much so enjoy the autonomy. Um, and being able to like set my own stuff and, mm-hmm. um, I was telling a few f- people this weekend that like, it is, there is a different approach to you when you're an independent contractor versus mm. like a W2 marketing, whatever, for whatever the reason, because I'm a contractor, because in theory they're paying more than they would for a W-2 employee, um, I, there's just like a certain innate respect for my suggestions. Mm. Um, they're taken as good. Because you're a free agent. Right. <laughs> but not and, free. Pay me, please. And the any criticism I would get, I mean, I wouldn't put it past somebody to be like actually i hate it um but most of the criticism that i get is just like uh for this brand we'd like it to sound like this you know or like that kind of a thing it's Mm -hmm. less so about my ability and more so about the uh intonation and and things like that yeah the tone Um, so i am it's a win because i'm trying to i'm trying it i'm doing it um 
I'm being careful not to say being successful at it because I've only been doing it for like a week. Yeah, you're still getting your bearings. Um, and I like the stressful part is I have to like negotiate my own rates and stuff like that. And yeah. that is something that is uncomfortable to me. Yeah. I'm like, uh, what do you want to pay me? Right. <laughs> uh, which is good in theory but yeah. the fact is is i have to advocate for myself because being an independent contractor means paying self-employment taxes and right. things like that right, right, so right. it's like i know that 50 dollars an hour sounds like a lot but when you take 20 percent off of that and put those to taxes it's actually not that much um it's it's a reasonable rate for the market um yeah. so it's two-sided but i'm excited to be doing it and giving it a, a go regardless of the extra stressors yeah and i i've been i can confirm that it seems like a thrive for you mm -hmm. because um i know that one of the things you value like above all else is like your autonomy in general yeah. and um so yeah seeing you be able to kind of like make your own schedule and kind of determine those things uh it seems like it's been very rewarding right so far i've always said that i want jobs that <laughs> treat me like an adult ah in that like <laughs> i've been in <laughs> office settings where like you have to put your phone in a drawer and if yeah. they see you take it out God. it's like a problem it, those kinds of things or like um using sick days and like having to present doctor's notes and just like those those kinds of things piss me off i hate that multiple levels of like prove it right. prove that you're still like loyal to us and and also like hi i'm your boss and apparently your mother don't take your phone out like that like that yeah. kind of stuff pisses me off i'm an adult i have a phone it is useful to me in more than one way which is like a communicating with other people but b it's also like brain breaks and stuff like that yeah and if you are an office setting that can't understand that like th we're not a good fit then <laughs> like yeah. like that sort of a thing i yeah. just i hate that kind of uh it feels very micromanagey yeah. and very um, hovery right i just want if i take a day off i don't want it to be questioned if i yeah you know take a break and that break looks like looking at my phone that's still a valid break i <laughs> you don't get to tell me how to use that and the the trouble obviously and i do understand that there is a difference but like i one of the office environments where they were really sensitive about phones was one that had like your client facing and so you had sure. to like check people out not like a retail but like a doctor's office and stuff like that yeah um which i do understand it i understand the optics of it yeah um but i think it's stupid that we have to play an optics game yeah like if those clients can't understand that like two minutes ago we were dead and i was checking a notification and you showed up I put my phone down to help you. It's not like yeah. I'm ignoring you it's the, and choosing my phone over doing my job. Did the person's attention shift away from the device and move to like either customer service or back to task? Right. I feel like that's far more important than like I walked in the building and this person happened to be looking at their phone. Right. It, it is. It's. I hate that kind of service expectation. Yeah. It's to me at this point dated and unnecessary mm. um so all of that to say uh i value very much being able i'm like in my own home i am in charge of keeping myself on task mm -hmm. and um, making sure my work is done and if my work is done i'm done i'm done like i don't have to stare at a wall to fulfill some sort of quota right yeah um, time quota yeah. yeah so that's that's my first uh, thrive um well another one of my uh thrives is uh a little bit in part from myself a little bit in part um and thanks to my therapist um i am a big um 
journaling processor when it comes to like big emotions or like tough situations. Um, I have a tendency to like overload and like overstimulate. Um, and sometimes it just feels like my noggin is just full. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I, I benefit a lot from just like word vomiting onto paper. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently I was talking with my therapist just about, you know, life in general and managing the, the stress of everyday things. And um, she said to me, I love that you, you know, take time to journal. I love that you, you know, word vomit, whatever you need to do. She goes, but how often after you've done that, do you like set up what you need to do next or like set up what's your action plan? Like following that vomit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry for saying vomit like five times in a row. <laughs> um, but she, kind of challenged me kind of just like suggested she was like i think the next time you do that the next time you're journaling while you're dealing with like some big stressor i think you need to like take five minutes to determine okay here's everything that's going on here's like the crap that i'm dealing with what's my like literal next actionable step and i think that i've done that naturally by myself a lot but um i don't think i often take a lot of time to just like write that down so i've just been practicing doing that more and it's been really handy it's it's felt like a big win in that um i've i feel a little bit of um a little bit of power kind of returned to me a little bit of like agency, like coming back into like, I, I, I control my situation for the mm-hmm. most part. Mm-hmm. I control my own emotions and like, it's really handy. I often do this with like a tarot reading. I think you and I have done that like multiple times where, um, I I am doing the journal vomit. I go ahead and like pull a tarot card to be like, all right. So like what could potentially help me like, you know, make my next step. And, you know, tarot is not a perfect science. It is just honestly for me, it is like it's a prompting Mm -hmm. like spiritual practice where it just gets me thinking about like the theme of a card or the an idea to kind of like focus on. So that's been a really big one for me. That's been one of my thrives. Um, yeah, that's really all I have to say about it, but it's, it's brought me a lot of, a lot more peace. And lately I am trying more and more to protect my peace. Yeah. So that's been really nice. Um, my (laughs) last one is baking bread, breaking Breaking bread, bread. baking and breaking bread. Bread. Baking bed? <laughs> Breaking bed. Hold on. These alliterations are hard, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Rot with weeds. Don't. Don't. Uh, <laughs> stop it. Uh, I, for one of the gifts on our wedding registry back in 2021, uh, was this book, uh, Baking Bread for Beginners. Mm. Uh, and if you follow Jenna Fisher on Instagram, I sure do. Uh, she during the pandemic did a whole yeah. bed, oh, bread baking thing, bed baking, bed baking thing, thing. <laughs> uh, and she referenced this book, and so I had put it on our uh, our wedding registry, and uh, our friend Sam Pines was uh, kind enough to get it for us. Yeah, so I in the last like couple weeks as like things were starting to get started with uh the independent contracting i had like a lot of like daytime free time mm-hmm. uh and i just like was like i'm going to do this and so on one of our grocery runs i just made sure we were stocked up on flour uh and got a couple packets of uh instant yeast and uh like made my first loaf of bread yeah (laughs) uh and it was good and fine like it was the way the book is oriented it goes from like easy recipes to hard recipes so Mm -hmm. each recipe gets a little bit either more complicated or takes more time Mm -hmm. or um uses a different ratio of ingredients you know like that kind of thing and i just did the very first one which is a no need bread that can be done in a day um and it definitely like the tough part about baking 
uh, I like baking a lot. Uh, especially about baking bread is it's very particular. It's, you have to pay attention to the temperature of your house and you have to take, yeah. pay attention to the temperature of the water and you have to try to do things in a specific order and pay attention to how the texture and the this and that. Um, but for my first go, it went honestly pretty well. The only thing that was different uh, from the recipe was it took longer to prove. So each it went through mm -hmm. like two proving processes and uh, each one was supposed to take about an hour to an hour and a half. And mine definitely took like two to three hours <laughs> each time, um, which I think just is a just means that my my room was cooler than uh i was the gonna average. ask yeah in the book does it like tell you like the ideal temperature or, or no really? it doesn't it there is no necessarily ideal temperature so much as if your house is colder then your water has to be warmer um sure. and you know vice versa mm -hmm. um but you know like on the great british baking show they have like proving drawers yeah um and i think the idea is that it just kind of traps some of the bread gives it the best environment that it's putting off naturally yeah and keeps it there and so proving can happen a little bit quicker yeah um I've heard also like putting bread in like a sunny spot while it's proving. Yeah, like, my those grandma kinds would of do things. that. Um, so I just like I left it on our counter, like in the shade. I just think that made it take longer. Sure. But the neat thing was because like when it was taking longer than I had expected, I started to kind of go like, oh no, did I screw it up already? Like <laughs> this is the very first one. Like what? And it like you didn't. Like if if it's not ready in an hour and thirty minutes, like it's, it's just you not just ready. Keep you just keep going. You just let it continue right. Right, until right, right. it is the texture it needs to be, or mm -hmm. um, has the buoyancy it's supposed to have. Um, and then once it does, then you move on to the next step. I so always like, like watching people test the like the springiness of it. They're <laughs> like the first test that I did was you take a chunk off of it and you put it in water, and if it floats, huh. then it has enough air in it. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. I've never heard of that. That's so cool. That's, that was the first one, and the second one was like the indent. If it, sure. if, it if your finger, if you can push your finger in an inch and mm -hmm. it springs back, it's not ready. But if it stays in indented than it is huh um, is that because it has more air in it so it's like resisting reinflating I don't, I don't know i don't know science science yeah i was gonna say there's some <laughs> sort of science there uh the first one is the amount of air it has the mm -hmm. second one i think if it's less springy that means enough moisture is out of it maybe sure okay um and then you like in this particular recipe, once it's proved twice mm -hmm. and like no kneading means you fold instead of knead. Right. Um, and so you folded it and proved it and whatever. Then it goes into a preheated Dutch oven and you put the lid on top and stick it back in the oven for mm -hmm. 25 minutes. And then you take out the Dutch oven, take off the lid and then put it back in the oven huh. for another 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you have a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I was like I wonder if it tastes good it tastes like bread <laughs> like it's not a flavored bread I did the recipe it is just bread flour water yeast that's it bread. it's bread um, you've done it salt you know uh, <laughs> but the way this loaf was shaped like when you would cut into it mm -hmm. like one slice cut that one slice in half and then you've got two halves of a uh, sandwich little baby sandwich um so and i mean it's, it's, it's like a, a normal <laughs> size sandwich like Sorry. not not even like if if this is baby sandwich it was regular sandwich got it you know what i mean yeah um so i started doing this for two reasons one was um I would like to find more ways to save money grocery wise. Um, you know, for the two of us, for Sam and I, it's easy to spend $150, $200, depending on what we are cooking that week and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Yep. And so I was like, this could just, I mean, the ingredients of flour, water, which we already have, salt and yeast is not that expensive, mm -hmm. but a loaf of bread is, uh, you know, a few dollars at least. So like, mm -hmm. what, like, there is some savings to be had there. Right. But even more than that, 
I really enjoy gift giving, but mm-hmm. gift giving is expensive. Yeah. And especially Christmas, the last few years has been stressful because I want to buy all these gifts for all these people. Right. But the I, I don't want to get crappy gifts. So my gifts are, you know, $25 a person. Mm-hmm. And that's so expensive. Yeah. So I was like, if I could just like learn how to bake really good homemade loaves of bread. Yeah. That would be a good present. And then like combine that with continuing to knit and things like that and then i have christmas gifts without having to spend 25 bucks a person yeah or more yeah so i I love that like whoa (laughs) i was just next i was just giving a moment of dead air good goodness uh good goodness good goodness good goodness oh heavens well dearie me um my next thrive Uh um was something Uh and then i changed my mind oh um but it is a new thing okay um (laughs) last minute switch up of the roster here i didn't need to even voice any of that i could have just done this um but Considering how long it's been since we recorded our last episode, uh-huh. um, I I have been implementing a new method of budgeting. And um, gosh, I think it's I'm giggling at myself because all of my thrives are like, I'm becoming an adult. But like it, it feels good to be able to be independent and also like take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, so. I've been implementing a new like method for budgeting. Um, uh, TJ and I are practicing the like envelope budgeting method. Um, and to be, to be like blatantly honest about like TJ and I is like spending TJ tends to like save uh-huh. and I tend to like, I tend to just spend more naturally. Um, whether that be the like ADHD, uh, searching for copium on the on the reg uh-huh. like whatever it is uh-huh. um but uh since kind of taking over our budget and like looking at our finances i have always been like scared of money and uh-huh. scared of like paying attention to it uh-huh. and um so i don't know what it was exactly that shifted it might have been tj and i talking about like we would like to buy a home someday sure. right. it was something that shifted my mindset either way like i'm i'm focusing on that now and we've actually been able to like save a good chunk of money and like put money away towards like bigger ticket items like one of the big things tj and i want to save up for is a trip to japan in a few years and so it's been really fun to uh see that we do in fact have money to like put towards put towards something like that um we just need to pay attention with like good intention right that was cute um (laughs) um so yeah we've been practicing like an envelope method for budgeting and it's been helping a shit ton and um shout out to just a couple of like small youtubers i think one of them's called the aesthetic dollar if anyone needs like tips on envelope budgeting uh there are a few others that i can't remember the names of but uh it's very simple and easy it is exactly what you think it is like create the categories you want to budget for determine how much cash is going to go in for whatever period i think tj and i operate on like a bi-weekly system so determine that and then once the money leaves the envelope and is gone that's all you get for like that period of time so uh yeah that's been a really big win it's it's exciting to to see that that money can can be used wisely but that's always been a struggle for me so that's yeah. why it's a large win yeah, <laughs> but yeah great. that's that's my win my thrive hurrah thrives <laughs> okay well thanks for tuning in to this vibes and thrives um we are back thankfully uh we've got a whole docket of of episodes um, sure do to kind of start working on and towards um so we should be back for uh, good now here for a little bit um normal wednesday bi-weekly wednesday release schedule in yeah, case yeah, yeah. you forgot uh but anyway that's it for us this week 
thanks for spending time with us today. Thanks to Noah Tremble for the use of our theme song. There's a link to his Instagram in the episode description. Be sure to give him a follow and stay up to date on his band and music. And if you're enjoying the show, there are just a few things we'd love if you'd do. First, just go ahead, leave us a review. We appreciate all reviews that come through because they just help listeners find us. Um, and second, go ahead and follow us uh, wherever you get your podcasts so you can get our new episodes easier and more quickly. Uh, lastly, follow us on all the social platforms you feel inclined to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads. I don't think we have a Threads, we but don't. anywho, um, follow us everywhere to see what we're up to and to be the first to know when a new episode drops. Uh, we also just want to hear from you. Um, did something come up in today's conversation that made you think, do you have a topic you want to hear from us next? Do you just want to say hi? Uh, you can send <laughs> us an email at chromaroses at gmail.com and we will respond as quickly as we can. It's C-H-R-O-M-A-R-O-S-E-S at gmail.com. That was the closest to a little jingle we've had yet. <laughs> uh, it's all lowercase. Uh, another way to just you know throw this out here, you can DM us also. Yeah. Uh, if yep. email's not your jam, yep. uh, more than a few of our followers have, uh, listeners have, have found us on our direct messages. Mm -hmm. uh, and the fun thing about that is you never know who's responding to you, whether it's Katie right. or Soren. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we always need to be like Soren here. Hi, hello, this is Katie. Um, <laughs> so, or or it's Bella. Fun, fun. Well, yes, fun uh, guessing game. You have to determine. Who uh -huh. you're have you to. listened closely to us enough to to know our writing styles? <laughs> <laughs> if you have, that's weird. That's anyway. cool. <laughs> You doing okay over My there? My eyes are really itch. Do you want some eye drops? No. <laughs> Thanks, though. All right. Well, <clears throat> this has been Chromatic Roses. I'm Soren. I'm Katie. Mommy those hobbies. <laughs> bye. We just talked about so many hobbies mommy them. Okay, bye. <laughs>